and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About. I am your host for today, Seb. Uh, with me, as always, is my amazing co-host, Elliot. Oh, that's me. Hello, Mario. Hello. Uh, I feel like we did that last yeah, time. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, we're running out of material. Oh. <laughs> did you see the Mario trailer? I did. What did you think? Um, yeah, it's right. I, I feel like it's answer to everything you ever asked me. So. Yeah, that's true. I like your opinions. <laughs> yeah, no. I like Jack Black as Bowser. Yeah, no, that worked really well. I think there's a lot of hate going on Chris Pratt, and I yeah. think that shouldn't be... Oh. I feel like it shouldn't be happening until we see more. We've only heard one line. Yeah. Um, I'm more than happy to hate on Chris Pratt, but I just want there to be <laughs> enough time to actually absorb it all. when everyone loved Chris Pratt, and then everyone decided they didn't like him? Yeah. It's because he left Anna Faris, I think. That probably is the reason. Yeah. Um, but, um, talking of animated films featuring dinosaurs ah yeah Sonic the Hedgehog 2 yep. so I watched that for the first time the other day no that, that was a perfect segue <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you did say actually I need to watch that one yeah I prefer the second one to the first one. Oh, Terminator yeah. 2 oh no no no, no Sonic the Hedgehog oh, 2 oh Empire Strikes yeah. Back yeah yeah if you have um, a little growl by the way that was my dog Tilly just agreeing our co-host everything we just said don't you agree Tilly yes you do um, okay now uh, as, as just mentioned uh, we are reviewing The Good Dinosaur Ah. Um, now this is a film that's, that's good uh, it's a good start <laughs> so it's a Pixar film um, I can't remember when this was released I'm just googling it now uh, it was 2015 can't look at Google um, now this got 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb got mm-hmm. 5 out of 5 on Common Sense whatever that is um, but a quick um, quick synopsis just for anyone who hasn't seen the film um, a rainstorm separates Arlo, a young Apatosaurus, from his family. Well done. Thank you. Um, while travelling through a harsh landscape, he befriends Spot, a feral child, who helps him reunite with his family. Um, so, have you you've seen this film before? Yes, quite a few times. Ooh. Yeah, have you? I saw it once at someone's house, and yeah. I thought, a bit boring. Yeah. How do you find it this time round? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was actually a pleasant surprise. I quite enjoyed it. I was thinking, I see why it's not like in this uh, the upper echelon of all the top Pixar films. But actually, I don't really know why I didn't like this. Hmm. Um, I'm going to mention this now in case I forget that oh. obviously we will be digging into the film as a whole. So expect some spoily woilies oh. as we say it here in um in britain yeah yeah I'm, I'm just like i'm trying to find it is the, what is the lowest rated pixar film on imdb uh that is a great question um i'm sure i could look into that why you, don't you tell us more about um your experience with this film okay cool so where are my notes here are my notes the good dinosaur so i loved this when it first came out and mm. um, then I got it straight on Blu-ray and I and I really liked it when I watched it. Um and then I saw it again the other day. Um and I was like, ah, okay, yeah, this is this is this is good. So I I, I feel like every time I watch it it kind of loses its spark a bit more. Oh, okay. However, it's still a very powerful film which I will go into in a bit more detail later on. Yeah. Now I can still I can still see that you're Deep in thought, trying to find this Pixar Well, I'm scrolling. Now, I found the top 10 worst Pixar movies, according to IMDb. Now, this list is a bit weird, because it's like... 10 on the list is Monsters University, which I know you love. 
But don't forget, this is the top 10 worst movies, and there's yeah. not that many Pixar movies above 10. This is true. So actually, um, having one University at 10... Number 9 is Finding Dory. That makes sense. They're both on 7.3 stars. Down to 7.2 stars is A Bug's Life. Which I find surprising, because that's like... It's a classic, but we haven't seen... I don't know about you, I've not seen it in many years. True, I guess the other ones were much better, weren't they? Um, number 7 is Cars. 7.2, that's understandable. Um, a bit of the black sheep of the family. Brave 7.1. I thought this would probably be the worst one, so I'd be interested to know. Number 5 is Turning Red, with 7 stars. Ugh. I never saw that one. That's my least favourite. Oh, okay. Uh, number four is The Good Dinosaur nice. on 6.7 stars. There you go. Oh, hang on. I can guess the last three. I'm go forgetting on. about... I, I, I get the feeling that The Good Dinosaur might be the worst one that's not a sequel. Yeah. So there, yeah, there you yeah. go. So it's the worst sort of like Pixar original, I'll say. Sure. But yeah. I'm guessing the others are Cars 2, Cars 3. Yeah. And what... Oh, what would be another bad one? And this is, this is a sequel, is it? Uh, more of a prequel. Oh, Monsters University? No, you've <laughs> already said that. That's yeah. what I thought. Oh, no, not more, more of a prequel. Prequel. Spoilers. Oh, Lightyear. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that is the worst one, apparently. Um, well, I, 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 to be fair, I probably call that an original. They put Cars yeah. Two as worse than Cars Three. Okay, so that gives you a bit of an insight into how people feel about this film. Yeah, but no, it's still a, a pretty good IMDb score. You know, it's not amazing. Don't get me wrong, no. but. It's just, it's just poor for Pixar quality. Yeah, when you compare this to, like, Toy Story, Up, Incredibles, yeah. Finding Nemo, it's not the same. Yeah. But there's one thing... Actually, no. Let's, um... We'll... I'll go through these from my list. I have got three points. <laughs> oh, the classic three. <laughs> As always. Um, but, actually, I'm thinking about it. I, I really I really have four points. Oh. But I can't, I can't do it in order. How about you? Do you have many... Um, I've got... Base, right, okay, I'll get this out of the way. When I watched this, it was at night. Here we go. And I fell asleep at some point. But this is not linked into the quality of a film no, in any way. it's just because I was tired and the film was boring. No, because I was tired. And um, I remembered where I fell asleep. I woke up during the credits. And um, so I watched the rest of the film this morning. So those notes are mental, but all my notes up to that point I've written down. Um, I have a few points going up to when he meets the... T-Rexes. Okay. Um, how encompassing are your points? I will... I, I'll, I'll start off first. Go on. Then, shall I? Um, uh, my very first point here, and I think this is what drags the film down. I think this is what stops it being higher up in my rankings for me. Hmm. Three words I've got here. Annoying main character. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, is it is it Arlo? Yeah, it's Arlo. Oh, what a whiny whinge baby. Yeah, it's just like... I, I don't know. I feel like you could have still had the story be very similar and just not have it quite so whiny yeah. and annoying. Oh, a leaf flew around. Oh, I'm terrified. Um, so, yeah. And obviously, you know, as the film goes on, you know, he gets his redemption. Yeah. Um... But it, 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 it's a struggle yeah. for me with that. Yeah. Um, would, you, would you concur? I think, yeah, it's one of those things where he's trying to live up to like the rest of the family. His dad's obviously really big and strong. His brother's quite big and strong as well. But he's just like terrified of everything. And I guess it's not his fault. It's just the kind of way he's grown up. But um, it's very hard for us to 
get behind a character like that who's just like afraid of everything is constantly whining and yeah yeah um now my next bit is when he's 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 lost down the river Mm. So if you want, I don't know how your notes go, you can explain to us your thoughts and feelings up to then if you have any notes. When? After the tragic first. Oh, one. okay. Yeah, so I've got some stuff I want to talk about before then. Yes. Yeah, 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 that's okay. what I want about. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So um, I've written here, funny bait and switch intro. So, because you know it starts with like the asteroid belt and then you've got the asteroid heading towards Earth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is the extinction of the dinosaurs. And then it, like, flies past. And they were like, oh. I thought that was quite funny. Um, I think the, probably the strongest part of the film is the visuals. Yes. It's a very beautiful film, isn't it? Amazing. Like, just the, the bit in space was obviously very good. But all the dinosaurs look great because they're kind of cartoony, which helps in a way because you have to be, like, hyper-realistic. But they've got some texture on, like, their skin and stuff like that. But, like, when it rains and you've got, like, the water on Arlo and you see the reflections, that's, like amazing and i think the water simulation is probably some of the best stuff i guess at that time that i saw which was very cool um and then this kind of feeds into a lot of the visuals where do you remember the bit i guess it's later on but when like the pterodactyls are above the clouds and they're like beak things are hanging below the clouds so it's like oh, a, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, reverse yeah, yeah. shark thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i like little stuff like that um and then the cute baby dinosaurs when they were being born. That was very nice. It was. I like the idea of the dinosaurs all being intelligent and the humans are basically feral dogs. It's quite funny. Um, like Arlo's family are farmers and like the whole way they do that was really cool. And then like the T-Rexes are like herding like buffalo, which mm. is interesting. Um, so that's all my notes up to the point that you want to talk about. Okay. I still think my bit is after that. But yeah, yeah, that's no. fine. Um, so as I said, we 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 get to talk about spoilers, but you know, um, well, well here it comes. So obviously, the, the main synopsis of the film is he's kind of like the runt, isn't he, Arlo? Mm-hmm. You know, he's he. They, there's this really like sort of like powerful thing where the, the dad said, you know, you, you earn your mark, so to speak, which is when they put a literal mark on their like their food storage mm-hmm. facility thingy, the dream of it. Grain silo. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I was trying to think, what's that word from like the, the, the poo thing in The Simpsons? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, um, and you know, slowly see all the family doing it, you know, by doing like great sort of like things. And he's just like really struggling. Um, but then like you, you really sort of like get to know the dad mm. a bit more. And he's really good at like, you know, trying to encourage him. You know? Yeah. Whereas I, by that point, would have... Give it up. <laughs> <laughs> Dear me. Um, yeah, because he's kind of saying that, you know, it's not all about being, like, big and strong, you know. It's, there's some good lessons in this, and it, it happens again later on in the film. We can talk about it a bit then. But, yeah, there's some good kind of points made in this film. Yeah. But, um, yeah, then you get the, well, the first tragic scene. Mm. So, last chance to spoil this. The death of a father. Yeah, I was not expecting that the first time I saw this film. No, it's very. very oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm used to like parent death scenes being off screen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and he's, and as well, it's like it's not just the, the parent dies. It's, you know, it's similar to Lion King, where there's that guilt as well, mm. because it's like the only reason they were there is because because of him, like, in a way. Yeah. But. Um, and again, like you know, the dad was doing things. I don't know exactly because if this was. He takes him out for a walk, doesn't he? Yeah. 
because um, he wants him to go find the critter, yeah. i.e. the human. Um, but I think like he knows what's going on and he tries to get him to run. Because um, the thing is, is I'm going to use this excuse right now, is as you will have heard from last week's episode, we missed a week due to me being ill. Mm. Which means that I, when I watched this film, because I was really good, it was you know a few weeks ago now. So yeah. um, I try to remember most of it off the top of my head. But I feel like he said things like, you know, like, run, run, run. But he didn't, like, you know, fear, kind of, like, force him to like, yeah. stay still. Which, again, if he run, then the dad would be able to get away as well. Mm. So all adds to the guilt. Um, which is a shame, because, like, the dad, up to that point, is the best character. Mm. Um, yeah. So you kind of mix of, like, the sadness of, like, oh, you know, their family's just lost, you know, their, their hardest, you know, their, well, their strongest worker, I'll change that to, yeah. to also, you know, oh, no. Now the only character I've got to deal with is a really annoying one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's um, mm. But yeah. Um, but no, that was tough. I can't remember how I reacted the first time, if I, I, but I definitely choked up. Yeah, I was shocked, I think, the first time. I was like, oh, okay. Because it, it's also that pain of like, yeah, you've basically lost the main breadwinner and they're all having to pick up the slack and it's like the mother's like collapsing from exhaustion and mm. all that kind of stuff. And then like his siblings are going to like kind of resent him and all that. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. Good old Pixar. You know what they're doing? Oh. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, then, you know, he, he blames the critter for it, doesn't he? So he's been trying to, like, chase it. Ends in the river. And then ends miles and miles away from home. Which is when the story really kicks in. Yeah. It's, it's now the journey of Varley. You know, he's not protected by his friends or by his family. He's by himself in the wilderness. Having panic attacks every two or three minutes. Oh. Literally. Everything um, sets him off. Now, this then brings me to my second point, and then by all means, if there's anything else you can then chime in, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let you, mm-hmm. is um, he then finds a critter, but he notices that the critter is actually trying to help him in yeah. different ways. And I found this disgusting. He started bringing him different types of food because oh, he didn't yeah. know what he ate. Yeah. And he brings like this like massive gun, like insect oh. and just rips the head off. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's quite a lot of... Goo yeah. for a Pixar film. Did not like that. Oh dear, I wasn't a fan of that. Um, but yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm right for a little while. You got any points up there? Yeah. Me? No, I like um, later on with the T Rexes how he uses one of the bugs as a harmonica. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was quite cool. Um, yeah, I, I like. I don't like how he's scared of everything, um, but I do like like the lightning and stuff gives him PTSD mm. and things, and like he pictures his dad on the river and stuff like that um i put here about like i basically put what the heck when his dad dies um i then put should have killed the child so it's like oh, i mean well, as, cute, <laughs> as cute as he was but you know if he'd killed the the critter none of this would have happened um, oh the child i yeah. thought you meant like you know they, they should have killed a farlo instead of a dad <laughs> <laughs> i was like come on die. yeah it's like no to be fair mate you could die no um but then as the film goes on, I'm like, oh no, yeah, I, I do care about the kid. Um, but I put about like the accurate effects of, you know, death of someone in the family, particularly the breadwinner. Um, I put a question here, should there be more time focusing on the dad's death? Because it seemed quite quick. Yeah, but then I suppose that it was kind of put into a situation where we just didn't have a chance to really yeah. kind of let it. Because it was literally, you know, we saw the effects of, like, how it was affecting all of them. Yeah. And then straight away goes back to Arlo, and, oh, here comes back the critter. He goes straight after it, and all of a sudden, it's like having one big thing happen, but then you're overwhelmed because then all of a sudden, like, your biggest fear happens at the same time. Yeah. Um, I'll put, um, 
if you know when he's on his adventure and he meets the Triceratops, it's got like the birds and stuff on it. Oh yeah, in the yeah. forest. So um, I put here. He's talking about all the different animals, and he goes, um, "One of the birds is called Dream Crusher." He goes, "Dream Crusher protects me from unrealistic goals." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is Debbie. So I guess one of the other birds was called Debbie. I found that particularly oh, yeah. funny. So funny. Yeah, I liked that bit. But it was just like it was. It wasn't necessarily a funny film, but when it tried yeah. to be funny, I just found yeah. this was more horrifying film than anything else. Like for example, when they were trying to find uh, people from the storm. And you oh have yeah! This, and it's like they rescued this really cute animal. Oh, he just gets eaten. Yeah, I know. That was like, oh, okay. That's, I feel like they wouldn't have done that like years ago. Yeah, it was a bit horrifying. Like, between it's just a lot of death. There was a lot of death. In a lot of death. Um. So. And then is it? Is it after that point where he meets the T Rexes? Yeah, because the T Rexes yeah. like protect him a bit. Well, no, kind of. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, they're cool. Because you had... Um, who, who did the dad again? Is it Sam Elliott? Yeah. I want to say. It was a really deep voice. Yeah. Works well. Um, right. I... My next kind of like topic that I want to talk about is kind of, It links into like the ending. Okay. So are you ready for me to go to the ending or do you want to fill out some other gaps first? Yeah, I like... Um, when he's with the T-Rexes, I think a, a key point is... You really when, like these T-Rexes. I do. You mentioned like five times. Oh, I, just, I just love T-Rexes. Um... <laughs> Well, because obviously he helps them get the herd back and mm-hmm. fight off the, I guess they're like velociraptors or something. Um, and they're talking about their stories about how they got their scars and everything. And then the dad's saying about how he fought off some crocodiles and stuff. And then Arlo's like, you know, I, you know, I, I don't want to be scared like, you know, like you guys. And then he's like, no, I was scared. You know, if you're not scared fighting off a croc, you, you're not alive. You know, and I think that's quite a good point. People think about being courageous and brave I think it's about not being scared but they go the point is actually no being brave is you do things even though you are scared mm. I think that's a really good point because Arlo has to kind of recognise the fact that he's always going to be scared of something it's just you have to step up Yeah. and you kind of see it later on where he does do that Yeah. but that's all I have to say no no that's fair enough um, cool so uh, what I'm going to do is no actually I'm trying to work this out if this makes sense to do it this way yeah, I'm going to kind of like now skip to like the end. Okay. But then I'm going to use that ending later on oh. to then cover up everything we've missed in between here and there. Nice. So what I think brings this film up higher in my ranks for me is when they tackle the emotional side of things. Mm. So, for example, we see our first bit. There's like, I would say there's three bits in this film for me personally. Other than like, you know, the really poor, cute things getting eaten. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the first one was then Arlo's dad's death. The second one was when they're, they're hiding, I can't remember if it was from a storm or whatever, and Arlo's trying to talk to the critter about family. And they put the sticks in the stand to show that, you know, that's their family, do a little circle around it. Oh, I forgot about that bit. And then right. um, he, and then the critter understands and he puts his two parents, but then he like, he takes them and he puts them down and then he puts sand over them to show that they're dead. I must have missed that bit. Um, and then um, Arlo does the same thing. He takes down his dad and then he like buries him with sand. Right. And I found it such like a, a sad thing because you can see just how badly it's affected kind of like both of them. Yeah. And just, you know, just seeing those cute little hands just bring oh. down the little sticks and then, then just pour some like like sand over it. I was just like, oh. That is quite powerful because they are basically both kids having yeah. to deal with death. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and then, like, you know, I'll be honest, right, this is at least the third, if not fourth or fifth time I've seen this film. <laughs> the ending. So what happens in the end is they complete their journey, because Arlo's basically trying to get back home. Mm. And the critter's, like, along, he's helping him, you know, this little child. And then we, we kind of, like, see it in different jibs and drabs, but we notice that there's others like the critter, you know, like yeah. the family. Anyway, just before he gets home, he then goes to um, he then see the family again. And Arlo realises, no, this guy, he needs a family of his own species. Mm. Um, it basically reminds me a lot of The Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Well, spoilers for Mandalorian, end of season two, when, like, he's got to get rid of Grogu. Damn. Um, yeah. And it was just like, and I think there's another, I bet there's another film or TV show where this has come into my mind, where it's exactly the same, and it's not quite entering in. Okay. It'll come to me probably in a minute. But it's just like, he doesn't want to say goodbye and like the critter like is like trying really hard to like stay of Arlo but he's like no you need to stay here yeah. and then he does that thing again where he draws the circle around the family yeah. to say this is your family you see now I'm really glad you mentioned earlier then about earlier in the film when he does the circles because yeah. when that was happening I was like oh okay I'm just showing it's his family because oh no it's call back to yeah. the early conversation and I Every single time, including <laughs> this time, I lost it. Oh. There are tears streaming down my face. I teared up for that bit. Um, yeah. I said, Pixar just do e- e- emotion very well. Even with films where perhaps the main character you just don't like. Mm. it. Yeah, it handled it really well. I think you do grow to like him because he does step up and he yeah. he cares about people and all those kind of things. And then he's reunited with his mum at the end, isn't he? He is. Yeah, that was nice. Which brings me to where I'm going to like, kind of like link into this film as a whole then. Mm. Okay, then with this, you can fill in any gaps. What do we think of Arlo's character arc? I think it's good because there's a few different inspirations throughout the film. Because there's his dad who's like, who's trying to do everything the way he's always done it, where it's like, you just be strong and you just do stuff. And then he's realising Arlo can't get his mark that way. He needs to do something different. So he's going to try and get the critter which is good. So it's like, he's having to deal with his fears. Um, his brother's not very good at that because he just like kind of taunts him for it and chucks him in without any help. And then you have stuff like with with Spot where he's, uh, he's kind of inspired by him in a way, I guess, because mm. he's like having to fight for himself and do all these other things. And then he grows to care for Spot to the point where he's putting himself in danger to save him. And then you know, like, he's inspired by the T-Rexes with their stories and stuff like that. So I think it's quite good at growing him to the point where he's like he's still scared of stuff but he's not completely insufferable yeah. and he's like helping others and he's doing what needs to be done mm. so yeah I thought it was good you you like you said you, you grow to like Arlo more and more as the film goes on yeah um so yeah, um, and obviously like, you know, but I suppose the one team we haven't really talked about is like where he actually shows he is brave by, you know, the fact he chooses to go further away from his home. He's right near his home at the end. He chooses to go further away because he realises that his friend, the critter, is in trouble. Mm. And he goes through kind of like all the different things that he was scared of before. He had to go through the storm. He had to face off enemies. Mm. He had to go back in the river. Mm. All these different things that before he was literally petrified of he went through every single step just to save his friend. Yeah. Who at the start, 
he was trying to kill. That that was quite good, and I think it, it's accurate because at like the early on in the film, I don't think he could have done all those things. I think he is—he was only capable of doing that because of all the other stuff that happened, which is a mark of a good story. Yeah. So I think we've covered pretty much the whole film. So now, last two little segments. First one: How does this rank? In comparison to the other films that we have talked about on this podcast, let's talk about... That is... A long sentence. A very... <laughs> it's a great question. Um, so, I think it's above certain films like live-action Pinocchio. Mm. Um, it's above Chicken Little. Well, what isn't? True. I think it's above Meet the Robinsons. Um, it's not as good as Toy Story. Not as good as Wally. Better than Lightyear, I think. Um, maybe controversial. Uh, it's hard to compare it to like things like the Aristocats and the Rescuers, but I quite enjoyed this film. I was engaged more. Maybe that's just the way modern films are. So I'd say somewhere in the middle. So for me, this is an interesting one. Because I would say... That this is probably the most hard hitting film. Mm. Um, I mean, then I do think of like films like Fox and the Hound, mm. but then again, I it did not cause the reaction in me that this film did. No. Um, is that because of the first thing that happens in the film? I don't know. Mm. Maybe I. I said the main thing was just that that ending. I don't. I don't know why. But I think it was just so perfectly executed. Um, but I don't feel like I would regularly want to go through that whole film just to do it, which is where, yeah. so I said, like, for example, I feel like I get more emotionally involved in this than I do Moana, but I would much rather watch Moana. Yeah. Because it's a much more all well-rounded film. Yeah, it's got more to it. Yeah, so I think even though this has got something, like, you know, it's got some humour every now and then. It's got a lot of gore and sadness. Um, but I think as an overall film, it's not up up there for yeah. me. So yeah, I, I'd probably agree. Probably about the middle. I think I the, the big question is, how does this compare to the first Disney dinosaur film? See, this is the thing is, I've not seen that film in well over a decade. If yeah. not, to be fair, nearing two decades. Same. Um, so... I don't know if it's on my list, but we'll have to watch that at some point. Yeah. I always say I will find out, because I've said this before, I'll say it again. Yeah. It's not on the UK uh, classics list, um, but it's on the US one, along with like a Winnie the Pooh film. Mm. And I don't know why. So one day I will, I will look. Okay. I believe you. It won't be today. It probably won't even be this year. Why would it be? But, um, yeah. you know, I will, I mean, you're with me the rest of the day. You can always ask me, and we'll do some little research oh, together. Imagine if we actually research something that we talk about. No, that didn't be right. I mean, I don't know about you, I didn't even look at any uh, fun facts about this film. No, to be fair, neither did I. Um, all I looked at was the rating, and that's pretty much it. Well, there we go. Well, while you're looking at... Oh, no, you're not looking at that. Are you looking at... No, we don't. We don't need it. We don't need it. No, but, but what possible fun fact could we have about it? Exactly. Um, anyway, we now come to the best part. Oh. Okay, where we spin the wheel of death. Oh, yeah. Um, I just need to find it. So while I'm finding it, why don't you explain what this is? So every episode where we've reviewed a Disney film, we um, we remove it from our spinner of 
uh, Doom. And, oh, yeah, of death. And and then we spin the spinner, which decides our next film. Now, if it lands on a sequel, so, for example, if it landed on Cars 2, because um, we haven't seen Cars yet, we would watch that first. And then next time it comes up, we'd watch that. Um, so that's pretty much all the rules, I think. Cool. I'm seeing if I've still got on this spinner uh, the dinosaur one. I don't think I do. Yeah. The one we just talked about. Any um, idea how many sections are left? It's quite a lot. Okay. It's quite a lot. <laughs> um, if if the good dinosaur is still on here, um, for whatever reason, we just watch dinosaur instead. <laughs> I think it's the best way of doing. Oh yeah. Uh, so watching two dinosaur films in a row. Let's spin. I mean, I know what I'm hoping for because you haven't seen it. I really want you to watch Onward. Oh okay. Yeah. Because that is a far superior film to a good dinosaur, in my opinion, yeah. and you still cry your eyes out. Oh. And everyone knows when you watch a, a Disney film. You rank it as opposed to how many tears fall mm. from your face. Anyway, here comes the spinny spin. You can hear it. Oh, there's that machine gun noise. Oh, dear. Ooh, I'm so excited. <laughs> nice. Right. All I'm going to say about this one is, you know... If you don't like this film, you just got to let it go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We are watching Tangled. No, I'm joking. Uh, we are watching Frozen. Oh, a film I've seen probably once. You know what? I love Frozen. I've heard. It it was for ages in my top two um, Disney films of all time. Damn. Along with Tangled. Uh, but now I think I'll probably quite happily swap Frozen for Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> and have Emperor's New Groove and Tangled is my top two. Oh, a much better film. Both of them are better than Frozen. Yeah. Um, and if we watch it together, I get to sing along to every word. You get a oh. serenade all the way through. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you seen Frozen 2? No. That's a great film. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think that's better, in my opinion. Really? I've heard it's, like, visibly flawed because of the rush production schedule. Okay, let me, let me rephrase that. I think Frozen is very clearly a film for... It is, well, I know all Disney films are, but I feel like this is clearly aimed at kids. Okay. With, like, how the certain songs go, some of the humour, etc., etc. Mm. It's still, like, as an adult, I still really love it. But I think Frozen 2, I think, as an adult, you can appreciate it more, both, like, the song choices and the humour. Okay. I think it's quite funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's just my thoughts. So, anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. In Denali. Yeah. A much better snow-themed film, but yeah, that's fine. Wonderful. Um, so, yeah, if you wanted to give us our thoughts, how could they do that? Um, well, to give us our <laughs> thoughts, <laughs> they can, um, there's a few things. They can write uh, a letter. <laughs> We're not going to give them an address, though. Yeah. Um, we have our Instagram, lta.podcast. They do. You can slide into our DMs there. Um, we haven't posted anything on there for a while, have we? No, we probably should. We've only actually got one post. We normally do things by story. Yeah. Now, when we um missed out on a week due to illness two weeks ago, uh, that's the ideal reason to follow us because we can let you know mm. when there's not an episode. Yeah. I mean, I don't think either of us did it that time. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I kind so... of remembered, like, on the Monday, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. And then it never happened. Uh, how else can they contact us, I think? Oh, by the email address I always forget. Um, Let's talk about 2022 yep. at hotmail.com ah okay what we're going with yeah what we're going with yep 
you'll notice, well, why is it such a long email address? It's going to took us ages to actually <laughs> find one that wasn't already taken. Yeah. As you do. As you do. Right. I don't know what we're talking about next week. No. Um, but I know what we're talking about in a fortnight. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what they say. What do they say? Let it snow.